Back to the Bald Face Truth with John Canzano on 750 The Game. Well, the Portland Thorns and the Portland Timbers, by extension, have been embroiled in a scandal that dates back to 2015 when Paul Riley, the coach of the Portland Thorns, sexually abused and harassed players on his team. He was dismissed by the Thorns, but subsequently that was swept under the rug. They did not handle it right. Uh, Multiple investigations have pointed that out. Merritt Paulson, the owner of the Portland Timbers and Portland Thorns, joining us now in what is the first exclusive one-on-one interview that he has given since this all broke. He's joining us now. Um, Look, what went into this? I got to know... What, how, how hard a decision was this for you to make? Uh, ex- extremely hard. Uh, I couldn't be more proud of the Portland Thorns, John, and what's been built over the last decade, what they've meant not just to women's soccer but to women's sport globally. You know, the light, positive light they shined on our city. I mean, it's honestly among the proudest things I've done is – you know, helping to shape and develop and sustain this women's soccer, and uh, you know, make it help make the Thorns everything that they've that they've been. And uh, it's been a very painful and and, and 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 difficult decision. But ultimately, it comes down to the fact that you know, at this moment in time for the foundation that is the thorns that's been developed over the last decade to continue its growth trajectory that's it's been on and continue to maximize everything that it can be i think having a fresh ownership voice at the league level a new ownership voice preferably a female led ownership group is what is best for the thorns and i'm trying to be motivated I've always tried to be motivated by doing what's best and making difficult decisions and we don't always get them right but in in this case I do believe it's the right decision you guys did some things wrong uh, allowed some things to happen your response to it was wrong how how did it happen when I say it I'm talking 2015 Paul Riley um, what went on and then your subsequent reaction to it uh, is kind of how we ended up here well, let, let's talk about that um, for for a minute, because um, we did get some things wrong in 2015, and we also did get some things right. Um, and I've acknowledged what what we got wrong, um, and I'll talk about that specifically in a minute. But you know, from the moment that we first got a sexual harassment complaint about Paul Riley in 2015, he was immediately put on suspension. He was immediately investigated. He was terminated for cause within eight days. And everything that we discovered in our own invention was communicated to the league, which was not only the NWSL, but really U.S. soccer, who ran uh, the NWSL at that point in time in 2015. And of the three parties that were privy to the complaint that was made about Paul Riley, we were the ones who acted. We terminated them and communicated. And I do regret that that U.S. soccer, as the regulatory body at that time, 
you know, in, in, in leagues ultimately are better positioned to run investigations, and they're the ones who are positioned to, to bar coaches. Paul Riley never should have coached a in his life, and, and there was a failure, a governance failure there that was a big one. We That's not to say we were in any way, shape, or form without fault, and I've tried to err on the side of apologizing. I mean, this is such a sensitive thing for so many people, and people have experienced abuse in their own lives, so many and way, way too many. But we didn't announce the firing transparently, publicly. We followed our legal advice. And nobody, we did not know about Sinead Fairley's abuse story with Paul Riley until the article came out. So we didn't know nearly the extent of what he was guilty of or what a bad guy he was. But we knew he was a bad guy, and, and we never should have said anything positively, publicly, or privately, me or anybody else, whether it was out of just out of professional courtesy that you have in sports, that you congratulate people on wins or whatever in any context. And we had failings. In, in that regard. So, so you know, again, I, I'd say the only people who don't make mis any mistakes are people who don't make decisions, but we're not running from the mistakes we've made, and we've used this entire opportunity as, an, as, as a chance to get better. I mean, this challenge is a chance to get better, and our organization's made incredible changes, and they've been proactive. Um, so, anyway, I guess that's a somewhat long-winded answer to your question, but there's a lot you know, a lot to cover there. And we have few investigations that are coming out in the in the next couple of weeks, both the league's joint investigation and our own investigation that DLA Piper did. And, you know, maybe they can help people understand in more detail, hopefully, what actually happened as well. Have and you, they're not just taking my word for have it. Have you talked to Shim? Have you talked to Ferrelli? Have you talked to any of the women who who were uh, abused? No. No. I've, Why? I, Why not? Uh, I, I've... I've have volunteered to talk to them through the players association so I, I i made that clear but i didn't want to be intrusive either um so uh you know I, I i had a conversation with the head of the nwsl players association saying i'd i'd welcome the opportunity to talk to them um but that's got to be something they want to do as well how do we how do we, like i wrap my head around the idea that you know this was a coach that within eight days you knew this, we want no part of this guy. You you move him out, but then the public statement isn't congruent with that. That's problematic. Yeah, and again, I'm not running from that. That was we had we were guided by a top harassment lawyer um, in this this city when we did this investigation, and and she gave strong legal advice um, that that was how that needed to be framed framed publicly at the time, and we followed it, and we understand the ramifications of that now, and I regret that we listened to that advice. Yeah, and in, in, in going back, like, if you could go back to that moment, how much of this is fixed if you go back to 2015, you fire him, you make it public, you say, this isn't what the Thorns are about, I don't think we're here today. I, I think you're right. The investigations that have gone on, um, you know, it, it's been this drip, 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 Sally Yates investigation. They get everything right? She she did not get everything right with regard to us. I mean, starting with the fact she said that we didn't fully cooperate and, and obstructed her investigation, which is categorically wrong. We, we did over six hours of interviews with her. We gave her all the documents she wanted. That is, It's a tough one to me that, that she framed it that way. She also said that I was aware of abuse that Paul Riley had had prior to Monashim's complaint in 20. 
14, and that she the basis for that was there was an email that sent was sent that was a player survey that essentially said that Paul was verbally abusive or yelled at at, at players in practices, which you know at the time you know that was everybody's sense of coaching and what coaching was. I think we've evolved since then, but but it's certainly I don't think I've had a coach on the men's or women's side you know who didn't yell. Um, so I, there there's some issues that we had with framing um, in, in there, and then and then some significant substantive issues like the the fact that 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 we didn't cooperate, which is just categorically wrong. There there's going to be people who are not happy with you just selling the thorns. They're going to want you to sell the timbers. Why why stop at the thorns? I first of all, I'd say I appreciate everybody's passion um, here, and 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 this is a city as you know that you know people have strong opinions and care deeply about their clubs and that's always something that i valued um and whether you know they're they're negative uh, opinions or not uh, you know these are two different leagues first of all my decision to sell the thorns is not a forced decision because of something that happened in 2015 this is a voluntary decision because i truly believe it's what's best for the thorns in in that league and i have been a very influential voice at the league level in nwsl and the thorns need an influential voice at the league level going forward and i think because of what's transpired over the last year and the you know there's been a lot of things that have contributed to a disproportionate spotlight that's been put on the thorns in an overall systemic set of issues that have gone to a ton of other teams and a, a ton of other people there's a systemic issue in the NWSL but there has been a disproportionate spotlight placed on us for a variety of reasons yeah but you get why do you understand yeah, why yeah, I get like why because that, Paul yeah. because Paul was the the, the 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 face of these things and because portland is also a passionate market and and all the all those reasons i'm telling you that that's why i believe that in it's a difficult decision that we benefit in that league from a fresh voice at the league level mls is a different league and john you you know we for well over a decade we've run these teams not just in a way that they've been successful more often than not on the field but but the work we've done in the community is is I don't think second to anything. And stand together efforts and 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 we we've honestly always operated with 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 best intent. Always tried to do our best, even when we failed. Uh, you know, the only only people who never um, make mistakes are people who don't make decisions. And and more often than not, the decisions we've made have been the right decisions. And. Uh, you know, I, I can continue to be a very effective owner at less level. More so, if both teams were being sold, the Thorns would would be a lot less protected in how everything evolved. They would not be sold in a bundled fashion. That, that wouldn't be allowed um, from from MLS. And the you know, when I when I continue to own the Timbers, I can make 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 sure that the Thorns are well situated in the stadium with new ownership under very advantageous terms in a way that will be seamless to fans. Branding will exist as it was before. We'll make sure the new ownership uh, continue our efforts to build a full-time training facility for the Thorns. They'd be one of the only teams in the NWSL to have that when that um, effort is completed on a grass field. Um, so it actually puts me in a position to better protect the Thorns by continuing to own the timbers which i think uh is critical but i can still have a powerful voice at the mls level um you know so you know i guess again that's a, a more lengthy answer 
but uh, hopefully that addresses the question. One of the things that uh, that I think is lost in this is that you know you are viewed or you are as part of an ownership group were viewed as one of the strong candidates to one day own the Blazers. Does that die amid all of this in your eyes? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I I've been so focused on 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 soccer and, and and passionate about soccer and 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 you know this has been a tumultuous year for so many people and 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 us certainly it's been a painful year and a growing year. I've never been more challenged than I have over this last year. I mean, I've just got my. Um, you know, my hands full, focused on making sure that we do the right things for these clubs and 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 for this city and investing and continuing to invest in this city. I mean, we've put I've put um, over a hundred and twenty million of private money into a publicly owned stadium. I don't know how many other people have done that um, here. And 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 you know, as I've talked about the efforts in the community and 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 other things, actually, as part of this sale of the Thorns, we'll be putting. Um, seven figures to found and seed a player safety office at the NWSL um, level, which Commissioner Berman has, has put in place, and I'm proud of that as well. So, um, you know, look, I, it's a, again, I, I'm not being overly direct, but um, you know, I, I, I've got we've got our hands full right now, and and um, I, we're not turning our back on women's soccer. Far from it. I, I think we're going to be operating the the, the, the Thorns games and um, in, a, in a way again that's that's you know absolutely in the best interest of the NWSL and the new ownership. Merritt Paulson with us, uh, owner of the Timbers, owner of the Thorns. For now, uh, as you. As you make this announcement, is there already an identified group that you're negotiating with? Is it to be determined? Where is it? It's to, to be determined. There's some very, uh, I know there's very interested groups out there. Um, one has been vocal in the media, but 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 most haven't. That, that process is going to be uh, something that we take our time on and get right. Um, making sure that, you know, obviously the league will have to approve new ownership and um, uh, again, I'd like it to be a female-led group with it's well-resourced that's very passionate about soccer in a way that I have been and about women's soccer, obviously. The, you know, the valuations of these franchises are somewhere between $60 million and $100 million. I, I think there's going to be a, a camp out there that will say, hey, Merritt Paulson got rich off this. Um, you know, what, what have been the operating costs for the Thorns over the years? Just, just so we can kind of frame what this franchise is worth financially. We've never pulled a dollar out of this organization, be it the Timbers or the Thorns. It's always we've had far more expenses and capital expenses than we've had uh, profits. And I've invested a ton into the Thorns um, over the years. Um, and it, it, it's certainly not something um, that, you know, there's nothing financial and, and that's, that, that's motivating this. Um, you know, so I, 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 you know, I'll assure you that. All right, you know, you didn't you didn't get a chance to talk with the the women who were who were victimized in this. What would you say to them now if they're listening to this? Well, I, I would I don't know if I'd be able to start with anything, but I'm sorry. I mean, the, you know, they there's no excuse for that coach ever working another day. He shouldn't have been working to begin with, uh, and certainly never should have worn a Portland Thorns badge. Um, we could have done more and we could have done better, and they were failed by uh, institutions and people, and uh, 
you know, I think the league's going to be stronger coming out of this, but I guess that's that's where I'd start, John. Were they failed by you? Yes. Because I think that's important. I think, there, I think that, you know, I hear you talking about the institutions. I hear you talking about the league. I think it's important that is there potential litigation here? Is this is this part of why you need to be careful, or maybe you haven't spoken to this point? No, no, it's it's not about that. Um, I, I I think you know, look, the league has leaned into the all these investigations. There have been multiple you know different investigations that have been launched, and the league's been very serious about player safety and becoming you know a league that moving from a league that had systemic issues to a league that's a model of player safety so it's not about uh th that side but um uh again um you know i, I for the role that, that we did play in those systemic issues um to say i regret that would be an understatement yeah merit you know it is it, just this moves forward the team will be sold you know you'll continue to operate the timbers under this plan um how how have you changed in the last year? How will you be different moving forward? Uh, well, I, I talked about, you know, how challenged I've been. I think that, that learning to listen more than I have in the past is, is, is something that that has been a change. I mean, we've learned, leaned into E&I efforts in a unique way. Um, we've, we've been talking to commissioners and, and advisors and um, and sponsors and, and and fans and understanding their concerns and their stories and making changes at our organization um, with new processes and protocols and I'm taking a step back um, from an active role as an operator and will only be an owner um, you know ultimately all you can do is learn and try to get better and grow and and you know that's what I keep trying to do Barrett Paulson, I appreciate your time, appreciate you speaking out on this show, and uh, uh, look forward to see what happens next. Thank you, John. Well, there's Merritt Paulson speaking in the first one-on-one -on -one exclusive interview that he has done since uh, announcing that the Portland Thorns uh, are going to be sold. In fact, it's the first interview he's done since, really, the investigation into Paul Riley broke months and months ago. Uh, did he go halfway? Does does he need to go further? In your mind, as a listener, does uh, what he did today does it does it does it satisfy and does it assure you that something like this would never happen again? Uh, you know, we obviously have to think first about the women who were abused, the women who the survivors who were abused by a coach and then abused by a system, a franchise, an owner, management, a league. Like, you know, the abuse here and the damage here extends beyond just a coach. Uh, it was a systemic problem with the Thorns. It was a systemic problem with the league. It was a problem with ownership and management. But what do you make of it all? As a listener of this show, your community, 503-417-7575, you weigh in.